Hello, 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 beautiful people of the world. Welcome back to the Happy Conversation Idea Show. Here you can learn and flourish with the thoughts, ideas, and the stories of the happiest people. I'm your host, Happy Ben Sears, certified career and lifestyle coach. Every episode, I bring special guests to share their thoughts, ideas, and stories. Have you ever thought, every person wants to live healthier, happier, and longer? According to research and studies, for more than a century, we have managed to add an average of 0.3 years to our life expectancy every year. But think, what would happen if we had the genius technology to add a year of life expectancy every year? How can we reverse the aging process? That's the question. Let's hear from my dignified friend who is a doctor and scientist and a caring person. Dr. Channa is the chief scientific officer for Lifeguard Digital Health Inc. Channa is an expert scientist and professor in digital health and informatics from Australia, holding a PhD in the field. She has pointed and implemented digital public health solutions in Australia has, and has published widely with over 140 scientific peer-reviewed publications. She currently represents Australia in the UN COPUS STSC UN Coopers STSC via WG SGH Expert Group. She has also been an expert advisor to the WHO Digital Technical Advisory Board. In Canada, she has been an advisor to the Digital Technology Supercluster, an expert faculty in blockchain applications in health at the University of British Columbia, and a member of a mental and substance use collaborative of Standard Council Canada, SCC, from Health Canada. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Channa to the Happy Conversation Idea Show. Channa, welcome to the Happy Conversation Idea Show. We are so delighted. I'm honored for your precious time that you are given. I know, sorry, we missed out that you are in Canada and I couldn't meet you for before you leaving to Australia. But, but here we are, we found the, the solution to meet online and to have a, a wonderful conversation with you. Channa, welcome, please. Thank you. Um, I'm honored to be on your show. Thank you so much, Channa. Channa, please tell us, how did you found your purpose in choosing your successful career? Okay. Um... I would like to uh, begin from a very long time journey. Um, uh, the whole public health career that I currently have was inspired by my own personal journey, which was a major accident um, that happened um, towards the end of my teen, teen years, um, which had me in a very bad shape, uh, in a coma, literally, and uh, I've gone through that journey, got through it in two years uh, from a career that started off as a ballet dancer to a public health professional. Um, that was the inspiration of the change. Wow. So with the second lease of life, um, and I felt that I should give back to the world that saved me. And that's where it started. It's been very long. It's uh, more than 20, 25 years now. Um, and uh, that's what inspired me. I am uh, brought up in Australia, so I'm from Melbourne. I, oh. And uh, so that's in brief uh, what I where it came from. Um, there's been a lot of uh, hurdles, hiccups, uh, good things and bad uh, on the way, uh, similar to everyone else. <laughs> what a passionate and inspiring journey as you said you've been dancer too as well so that's fascinating but sorry to hear about your incident happened but you are here you are here healthy and uh, smarter and intelligent and giving the best to the world what we require these days and we have a lot of wonderful culture and our audience can't wait so being a CSO chief scientist officer of the lifeguard digital health inc what what was the idea behind starting the lifeguard and how does it enhance the human being and how did it start it just share us about okay um so lifeguard uh, digital health um is a canadian company and it was begun by someone um mr jeff hardy who is the, currently the ceo okay. 
and it was inspired for him it was inspired by his own journey from uh, recovering from alcohol and substance uh, abuse and a tagline that inspired me to join the company which was um, how can we save us from ourselves and something that stuck in my head for years um, and uh, true to his belief and what he wanted to do um, and that is his passion and that's what kept me in Canada um, and working with Lifeguard. Um, I've had my career prior to Lifeguard um, so uh, I've been a professor and also a practitioner uh, in Australia. I've been uh, my work is mainly in uh, digital health uh, which is a combination of how technology can work in the health field uh, both in hospitals, public health uh, and for people in general including mental health counseling uh, to telesurgeries to telehealth uh, it's a broad spectrum um, so that's where it came from and in my uh, journeys uh, one of them was uh, going into Canada um, on a particular conference uh, where I was uh, exposed to the uh, opioid crisis which was uh, really high at that point and in that pretext I met Mr. Jeff Hardy um, who is uh, the founder and CEO of Lifeguard Digital Health yeah. and uh, Instead of jumping on a plane the next day, coming back to Australia, I stayed for the next five years in Canada. Wow. An inspiring man. And he's created uh, the company uh, which has grown from um, zero to 50 plus people at this point. Fantastic. Uh, which uh, also includes a lot of people who have been um, in a very bad situation or before um is given people chance to recover themselves, come back to life, work in the company, and many times, along with uh, some of the expert minds and passionate people in uh, maybe sales and marketing to uh, science and technology and a whole bunch of, uh, we've even set up uh, what we call uh, the R&D division as Lifeguard Labs. Nice. which has a whole set of scientists, each one is uh, an expert in their own field, uh, passionate about bringing uh, applied solutions into public health. Fantastic. Okay. This is very innovative. I, I really admire that. And I hope people, and especially people who are getting benefit out of it, they will be very inspired and um, delighted to have their services. So Chanda, please tell us, in the near future, what strategic planning and innovative ideas, development, can we see regarding to the lifestyle advancement? Okay, for this, uh, just to explain this, I will need to step up, uh, you know, take you through the journey of Lifeguard. So Lifeguard okay. was really launched um, at the time as a SaaS or a software as a solution uh, at the time at the peak of the pandemic period, which is May 2020. Um, Prior to that, it was still, uh, there were solutions still on trial and uh, the government decided that we needed to launch uh, something, particularly because uh, the number, if you look at the percentages of statistics, 52% of people died in Canada out of uh, opioid crisis. That's yeah. more than COVID. Wow. And that was uh, that was the statistics then at that point. It is the coroner's uh, report. Um, but uh, at a, that is the time when uh, Lifeguard was launched as a solution. It's a prevention solution. So uh, it is a, a solution. We call it a virtual buddy. Um, so it is, an, in simple words, it's a mobile application, which uh, the substance use, uh, uh, the people who actually are uh, substance users, they're able to use that so that they can prevent themselves from overdosing. Okay. So overdosing and uh, the overdoses can lead to death in uh, 10 minutes. So it is, uh, it's a way of saving people, people's lives. We do have a patented uh, 911 direct connection to the application, which is, uh, which is what we started off with. 
And then we went into, over a period of time in the last three or four years, we've connected to services like the crisis line, suicide line, uh, any of the services near you, mental health resources. We've uh, we've had the support of uh, Health Canada and many other government entities to support us in the journey, to help uh, save people in the first place so they can live a better life and you know get to their full potential. A lot of youth and young people were passing away for the overdoses. Yep. with recreational or otherwise, um, you know, for, for the addiction. And uh, it's a support mechanism to save people and enhance their life. You know, take wow. them from uh, from saving their life once their life is saved. Uh, you know, you take them on a different journey, give them, them support to get into, uh, you know, whatever support they require. They require. Wow. So for this, we work with various entities, bodies, indigenous communities, uh, construction work uh, communities. Uh, there are different segments which require a special uh, support and also in a very privacy controlled, uh, secure environment. And that's Fantastic. what we do. No, this is technology. very ingenious, very uh, strategic and very powerful um services you are providing and saving lives which is remarkable so my humble salute to you here for this genius you. work you are doing Janna, you are also an active uh, associate professor at the university in australia what advice can you give to the people who want to start their job or career in the digital health industry so um the work that I do here, particularly in Australia, Australia uh, is very applied uh, in perspective. So whatever solutions are developed through the university, it's very connected to the industry. And um, so the students actually get to understand what are the applied solutions out there, what can they add and what can they value add or reinvent or um, new innovations as they come. So we get people to uh, develop uh, as the new technologies evolve uh, where can they go and help the public health uh, field is what we teach and most of the people that are who are my students are mainly practitioners either health practitioners or public public health or allied health so it's a very direct connection to the industry and it's a uh, uh, it's uh, in a way what we teach or at least what I um, teach is very applied. So it's slightly very, very different in approach uh, to many other educational institutions. And it's also pioneered uh, in Australia in some ways. Um, and it's been very effective because people find their way uh, through education straight into because they're connected to the industry Um they find their pathway, a career pathway quite easily. Wow, nice. That's good. That's very helpful. And uh, I believe that various young adults or other professions will be taking advantage of that. And uh, definitely your information will be here down below at the link and they can just reach out to you if they have questions too. Thanks, Janna. Janna, you also currently represent Australia in the UN via an expert groups. And have also been an expert advisor to the WHO Digital Health Advisory. Now, what are the challenges and advantage? You like to share your thought on that, please. Um, so the organizations such as the UN and the World Health Organization, they are not commercial entities. And what uh, what countries do is they share knowledge. Uh, it's about knowledge exchange and knowledge sharing. And whatever, um, for example, a pandemic uh, solution to future pandemics may be available in one corner of the world uh, where you never thought about. And that can be shared with all the countries because the whole world faced it at one point. And that's the kind of work that these entities are aimed at doing. We do use a lot of uh, uh, information sharing and not uh, not personal data or privacy, you know, anything that to do with that. It is mostly um, to do with uh, how can one country um, help the others and what are we doing as compared to the others in terms of uh, applying these technologies. 
So Australia has a, uh, a lead in the digital health world because we implemented uh, 20, in 2019, prior to the pandemic, a national e-health record was implemented within wow. Australia, which means that every citizen has a national health record that connects everything. Their hospitals, their medical history, the labs, uh, their general practitioners, physicians, um, expert advice, everything relating to health is connected. And it's protected by a very heavy uh, defense-based technology protocol using blockchain, okay. which is also uh, a pioneering venture. And uh, this is where... Uh, this is uh, the, the type of ventures that we do and those kind of technologies. How, um, as technologies evolve, the challenges also evolve. As you all know, we all know there, you know, data gets breached. Um, you know, there are uh, attempts to breach, uh, breach into uh, different areas, but there are also methods to protect us. Wow, fantastic. So you just... When you're uh, looking at a legacy technologies, you need to move to a new technology and then use new methods to protect that. And wow, that's fantastic. where the world is going. This is phenomenal. That is my uh, work, uh, which has been with the United Nations since 2011. Oh, wow. This is quite a long time and that long journey and you have expanded and you explored and experienced such a vast experience. And thanks for sharing your insight and thoughts on that. And we can learn more about this too. Now, what do you seek in terms of collaborating with diverse stakeholders and international organization? Um, personally, I feel that I learn from everything and everything. Um, okay. it's, it could be things that are going wrong or right. In, in various jurisdictions, various geographies, the journeys might be quite different. Um, for, I mean, in a very logical manner, if you look at Commonwealth nations, uh, they all have, mostly all of them have the you know, universal healthcare, which means the public health situation is free and there is a lot of government support. But if you look at a different model, um, like the US model, uh, we don't have universal healthcare. So that's a, that's a different model, but there is ways and means that each, uh, each of these situations work and what I personally look at is how can technology solve some of the public health problems as a massive scale? Okay. Whether the support is from the government or from another entity or the models of care are different, how can this benefit uh, the, you know, the happiness of the public in, in a way so that it is life enhancing Okay. rather than uh, looking at uh, just as a, a very brief example, during the pandemic, when there were lockdowns, um, a lot of people died of a, many different type of crisis. And it's not that they were unwell or sick. It was mostly because they were bored and no, they had no, no one to talk to in a lockdown uh, situation. Yes. And people do get into mental health issues. How can we resolve these sort of things using technology? You know? Yes. May, may not happen. And there are different ways of doing it. And okay. digital health is a very good platform for it. Fantastic. Thanks for sharing. And I know it was very saddening during that uh, COVID time and all, but we came out all together with unity and find better solutions yeah. and all. Salute to all the great workers around the world, individuals too as well. Now, mm -hmm. uh, can you just share your thoughts? or ideas about not only eliminating or finding the better reasoning, the mm -hmm. you know, the MRIs and X-rays, these are the lengthy processes and result-oriented. When you go to MRI, then your, your, your time comes very late. You have to wait for three, four, five, six months for that in some, some countries. And, and also when you do X-rays and all, these are lengthy processes and all, which takes months and months. What are your thoughts or ideas on that either about eliminating or finding solution to reduce those period of time, or there is there any health app can take over that part? Um, yes, there is. Um, okay. So, you know, over um, the last decade, there's so many different type of technologies that have come out. Um, uh, I do not feel that uh, it takes so long already. Um, so, because we are 
in some countries we are at a time where telesurgeries are being conducted remotely so it's not uh, it's not uncommon anymore okay. so if with the mri scanning the imagery those uh, those are it definitely does not take months um it only takes uh, maximum weeks at the most um but um and there are what we call as SAMD solutions, which is a software as a medical device solutions, which support medical devices, uh, which enhance, uh, if there is an MRI, there are to enhance those images, enhance those scanning and the MRI reports. There are devices that are available to help support this, uh, this, and they come under a completely different jurisdiction. Um, it's also in, in Canada, it's controlled, uh, you know, there is, uh, laws and legal regulations uh, on how it can be used. Um, AI, as you know, uh, it's yeah. becoming a big uh, thing, but again, it's regulated. It's highly regulated. And under the regulation, it's definitely possible to go through these tests very quickly. Uh, if I were to give an example in Australia, this is uh, actually, uh, you're at home, your uh, blood test can be taken by you and streamed straight to a GP's desk. Okay. It's all connected. And it's almost the same time. It's a real time. Great. I hope so, my... No, go ahead, please. So uh, perhaps, uh, you know, the education about what is out there is still lacking. And that's what most countries are trying to educate the public that these are out there already and these are not just theory they're already available as applications and yes. hopefully with the efforts of the bigger bodies uh, such as the un it'll be yeah. shared much more easily fantastic this was one of my greatest top when question of my podcast he was asking mr ray from canada that about his mr and i hopefully he will get this uh, valuable information and he can be happy with that too now, with the latest trend, Chandana, now people are planning to have a chip in their hands to pay money or to open doors without the fob keys. Are we going to become the part human or part machine? <laughs> okay, that's an interesting question for us. So, uh, with the the uh, the keys being embedded, so this is not really uh, I wouldn't call it a life enhancing tool. Okay. Uh, but uh, what this has been, in fact, it's not a new trend. This has been in existence for over six or seven years. Oh, wow. Uh, embedded chips. Uh, and actually longer than that in some countries. But um, the thing is, uh, similar to how you get a tattoo, um, and that's how people are planning to do this uh, these days, which is more of a trend in fashion rather than okay a decade later tattoos will go out of fashion yeah. and then there will be methods to how to get rid of tattoos so yeah. it's it's just a just a trend i i wouldn't say it is life enhancing or decreasing it's a trend like everything okay. in fashion it's a trend and it will go or you know it may or may not okay i wouldn't recommend it uh, because that's, uh, <laughs> unless you require a chip for any sort of um for a, i'm not sure if you've heard of synchron um uh -huh. one of the companies that are putting in uh, for people who are paraplegics or who are unable to move okay. uh, and their brain is still very active um this is a uh, similar to what Neuralink uh, is trying to do it's already already in existence uh, synchron is a chip that is inserted into the brain so that people can use their brain to surf the internet, do other functions without any other person supporting them, oh, even wow. though this... they're on the bed. Fantastic. So uh, it's a life enhancing solution. It was founded in Australia by uh, Thomas Oxley. Um, and it's been in existence for five, six years. And currently it's been, um, it's launched in the US. So the chips like that do exist, but that is life enhancing for people who cannot do it. But doing that as a mainstream activity, I wouldn't recommend it. Wow, this is phenomenal. I know it's a valuable advice you have given. This is excellent um, um, human enhancement. I like that those who need it, they will have it for the sake of their betterment and 
healthy lifestyle. But those who don't need just for a fashion and trend, it can go and lead somewhere else too. So we all are responsible for having or having it not. This is our choice. Such a smart answer. <laughs> Thanks, Jenna, on that. Now, you have you highlighted all the, uh, the fantastic, phenomenal answers from your LifeGuard Digital Health and how the be benefits and advantage and the other side were too. This question is for the woman empowerment, especially... As in a passionate woman and scientist and doctor, how do you champion new ideas and new creative ideas for operating business? You okay, business. Um, if I were <laughs> to take, I will take Lifeguard Digital Health and we do have a whole team of people. And okay. um, one of the things that the CEO has uh, built is no idea can be thrown out. Okay. Every idea, whoever brings it, maybe, you know, no idea is stupid, everyone is heard. So, okay. uh, and that's uh, something that he lives by. And uh, we do have a passionate group of people and they're quite young. And, uh, and what we generally do, we do have times where we simulate these ideas. Okay, I have this sparkling and you have these whiteboards and you have these action packed days. Yes. Uh, where we, we where it's not only the R&D division, it's also the tech tech people who integrate, there are sales and marketing people who come up with an idea. Uh, so everyone sort of works together and we kind of break the idea into pieces and sometimes we end up, we are all talking the same thing in different ways. Wow. So um, that's, uh, that's uh, you know, anything that sparks, he, he likes to keep it. And true to that word, uh, he does. I mean, we do have our own power, but that's okay. But uh, it's more more to do with, uh, you know, it's a, it's a mindset, um, you know, which works in entrepreneurship. Uh, it's almost like an, uh, the company actually invests a lot into R&D. Fantastic. A uh, significant uh, part of their work goes back into R&D. And uh, rather than making a huge profit out of anything, we go back into creating more solutions, which is the idea is to get a broad spectrum of solutions from the youth to seniors, Fantastic. the whole spectrum of human life. So we do have uh, currently uh, three major products and we're going into, you know, linking them all into telehealth into, you know, the whole spectrum. We also, although we live in mainly in the mental health uh, substance abuse, uh, in that area to fulfill the people who are in that crisis and provide support for emergency. But we are okay. kind of expanding in our horizons so that we cover the whole spectrum of human life. Fantastic. This is great. Okay, regarding to the idea, as I always say in my coaching and uh, seminars, an idea is like a slippery fish. It will not last in your hand. We need to write down. And before it's gone from our, maybe we can wait for another 10, 15 areas. It will never come back to our memory. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Great. So we don't well, throw anything out. Uh, we keep it. And yeah. if you cannot find something that's close enough immediately, we keep it on the shelf and bring it back again. Fantastic. These are the, I usually call I send the parking lot ideas. Nothing goes waste. You need to park it in the parking lot and sometime it will come and that um, it can reduce and save lives and save uh, tens and hundreds of years also. An idea mm -hmm. worth saving, yeah. And idea worth sharing too as well. Thanks, Chanda, for this first, like, first round. We did that about your educational part, the, your company and your benefits your lifeguard mm -hmm. and how they are helping and where they can reach and all. Let's do the second role we call make the world happy round. Yes, short, sweet, humorous, intelligent answers are waiting. So are you ready for that? Sure. sure. <laughs> Let's do it. This quick one. Okay. What does happiness means to you? Oh, hmm. I think that's, um, and that's, uh, for me, that's, uh, that's happiness. Fantastic. I can forget everything. Dance, dance, dance makes you move. You, you don't have words, don't have music, dance. Let's dance. God feet, oh, let's dance. Yes, I do it. And even, you know, even after my journey going from, uh, you know, in a coma to this, I still dance. I'm part of a theater um, and I still do. Um, and I'm still passionate about it. So, um, yeah, for me, yes. that makes me happy. 
that's good okay what does success means to you ah uh, that's a very different uh, different story um success for me would be that i'm able to get up next day and look at the sun and say okay the sun has risen again fantastic what a simple yet profound answer here it is okay what does failure mean to you it's a learning opportunity Wow. that's the scientist answer learning opportunity someone said that uh, mr thomas edison has done thousands of uh, invention but he failed or he didn't complete it when he was asked they said mr edison you got failed he said i didn't fail i just tried several ways and it didn't work out what a yep. what a scientific answer great mm-hmm. now okay chenna you have to choose one okay this question you have to only choose one okay what would you like to have more in your life dance love sex money or fame dance <laughs> i like that dancing part people who dance are not boring and people other people are also not boring but this is a very nice element that you know dance makes you move to relieve all the stress and worry and all it's it's a good way to dance lovely yep. okay next will there be nursing robot doctor or surgeon to help humans in future there is already oh yeah okay there is already okay we will be aging with dignity or fear with the digital healthcare system dignity ah uh, like that with dignity yes what do you prefer to say digital health or a health factory or something that sounds more natural healing digital health digital health <laughs> you in that industry so you will care that <laughs> Okay, can you share uh, I think it doesn't uh, nothing else describes the spectrum. Okay. That's very intelligent way to see that. I agree yeah. with that. Can you share an idea how will you experiment with thoughts? Uh My way of doing this is I throw a question if I have a certain thought I experiment with my students. technically i throw the question at them and then let's see what comes out back and it's all in another way it's a brainstorming exercise and usually it works wow i can Fantastic. see a whole set of people talking about they get really engaged in that whole idea and the end of one hour <laughs> you have a lot of things <laughs> wow i should be in your classroom next time then jolting down all the greatest idea of the world <laughs> No, I don't actually ask them to do that. I just sort of uh, say just talk, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's one of the, the most difficult things these days with uh, people uh, of a different generation. Yeah. They like to text and write everything down. They don't talk. Enough. Uh-huh. I got so, it. Uh, and uh, I get them to talk. So my classes run as workshops, seminars. Yes. I I don't teach a theory class. So it's uh, more at the end of it they've sort of um uh, learn they get tricked into doing what they need to do <laughs> oh wow great thanks for sharing that great idea i like communication verbal communication is great for me and i know coming question actually i was about to ask that but still i will ask but, but next okay. okay are there biased algorithm or racist data or human are racist in general Um that's a very general question. Um I can't really answer that because I don't know enough about everyone in the world. So, okay. you know, I can only <laughs> talk about me. Uh, okay. But uh if you're looking at it in a very scientific point of view, many of the algorithms, particularly in machine learning, uh yeah. you got to be very careful to remove biases. Okay. Because the algorithms are usually created looking at a particular data. and yes. that data has to be completely representative of every single point and sure. um, the more the data there is obviously you know multi ethnic multi uh, sort of thing it's becoming increasingly difficult because you're also dealing with someone like me who is also multi race multi uh, ethnic background yes. um which is the new generation so there's a mixture of races where do you put people you know you can't earlier we could say that uh, as the generation is moving i think we'll have less races because okay. you're getting into a generation which is already mixed so <laughs> where will you put it so true on that i agree so in a way it's getting into a better place as far as what I'm a concerned. smart answer you are super smart i admire that quality 
Now related to health and also these days, a lot of country can't uh, help to provide their medicine and all. Will digital health apps prevent people from buying medicines? No. Okay. Because digital health apps uh, are located in a completely enabling or facilitating kind of point. Okay. It is not replacing treatment, diagnosis, or delivery of medicines. Okay, fantastic. They're completely different solutions. So it's a middle person. I would call digital health as a middleman. <laughs> middleman. Okay, regarding ethical and fast response, what is your favorite communication method? An app, a chatbot, AI, verbal device, or personalized communication? Uh, we are going into personalized communication using an app. Okay. It's called Precision Health, um, and that's what people are going. So, so for uh, just to clarify that, we kind of have, uh, let's say, a multi-ethnic kind of background person. Okay. Um, that person might have a very different um, uh, gene pool, and um, you know, genetic mutations might be very completely different. Um, for that, that's where, you know, the whole of health is going in that direction where one size or one solution, even if you take, a, a, you know, pain medication, even if that one solution may not fit the general public True. because we're all going to be very different. So um, how can we uh, prevent, because something that works for you might be allergic to another person. And could, you know, could die, you know, make the person die. So that's something that um, you know people are going. So I would say personalized precision medicine, as we call it, is where I would like things to go. And digital health is an enabler. Okay, fantastic. That's a wonderful sharing. That's a great way to put it. Okay, as a health scientist, what will you invent for happiness in personal and relationship? What would I like to invent? Um, yes. I still haven't experimented with dance apps. I need to experiment. <laughs> okay. That's what I would personally like. Uh, I mean, during the pandemic, we tried this experiment of doing virtual dancing. I wasn't happy with that. So, um, so I really, you know, it sort of eliminates that when you dance, you're not uh, only an individual. I mean, at least the dancing that I do, it's a, in a whole group. We kind of miss that. And how can you translate that into a, a kind of an app or a digital health app? It's something that I haven't experimented. I would love to. Okay. I mean, That's fantastic. Yeah. Everything is like a brand new day whenever you wake up. Great. Yes. Now, will, will digital health program will help humans to live more than 120 years? Uh, really depends whether you want to live 120 years or not. <laughs> Why um, not? Everyone should at least you do, go beyond yes. 100. One century is at least a decent one. I think um, so. In, uh, yes, uh, to answer that question that you posed, yes, you can. Uh, where we are heading towards is can this enabler, digital health as an enabler, make people live longer, healthier, and happy lives? And that's yeah. what the whole, uh, you know, the whole element is about. And yeah. definitely, yes. Fantastic. I think you answered my, the next two questions also, but I will still ask. So what are your favorite healthy recipes? Uh, in terms of? In terms of food. Let's say. Oh, we talked a lot about medicine I technology. I like to do simple stuff. And okay. I'm not a very complicated person in terms of food. I'm not a foodie, but uh, I like to eat simple, uh, but non not genetically modified foods. Okay. I'm very careful about that particular thing and probably because I grew up in Australia so we do have you know everything is kind of fresh around here so um, as much as fresh uh, things that I can do um, I'm not for processed food it's not something that I'm used to but that's a personal choice you know Perfect. there are people who live on processed foods all their life nothing happens to them I don't think Many people say that some, you know, this is bad for health or that is bad for health. It's individuals. If you are used or conditioned to a certain type of living, there are people who live, uh, you know, without drinking water and Coca-Cola for their entire life. Nothing happens. 
You can live up to 100. Nothing really happens. But magical. That's it's magical. It's just uh, conditioning. You know, it's, uh, I don't uh, attribute that, oh, you know, this is bad or this is good. Everything in moderation. Fantastic. That's good. Everything in moderation. Albert Einstein's one of the philosophy. I don't know what it was. Say, he said, keep bicycle like a bicycle. Life should be like a bicycle. Keep pedaling, not too fast, not too slow. Moment. Yeah. Keep going on. Yeah, if, you, now, if you keep that up, um, you can live longer and healthier and happier. But if Fantastic. you, you can accelerate at times and you can, you know, de-accelerate at times. But uh, to each one their own. Fantastic. I like that. Okay, next. Do you believe in working harder, more inno more innovative, or faster? I would say both. Okay. I like right. to. I like the uh, the whole adrenaline rush of the innovation, but moving faster. Okay. At the same time, more efficiently. I, love I do that. like structure and process, but also moving faster with the, uh, because the technology world that we live in is really fast and if you don't actually use that technology for our benefit uh, 20 years later it's not going to work the same way i agree such a creative answer thanks so much okay next what, what is the most powerful a thought idea or story or all three i think all three work in different proportions okay Thought right. has to be there, otherwise nothing happens. And, uh, you know, if it is an idea that goes out of the window, and again, it's not useful. And then I think sure. it's a balance, you know, between all of them. And different ideas at different times have different value, but nothing is out of place. Fantastic. You have been successful in your career as a doctor and scientist. Now, quickly, if you can tell three things which can help to start a new career. Oh, having started a new career myself, I wouldn't say that there's an easy task. Right. It took me uh, a lot of courage uh, to move from, because I was so extremely passionate about ballet and that's what I was trained on. And moving from there to a completely different career, um, give me a life again, I would go back to dancing. <laughs> Fabulous, fabulous. Okay, now here is something personal to you, um, you related woman. Never say that specific word or a sentence when a woman is angry. Oh, when I'm angry, which is a very rare occasion, um, okay. um, I don't get angry normally. I get upset, I don't get angry. Um, okay. But uh, once I'm angry, I don't hear or see anything. Okay. I don't Fantastic. hear it, I don't see it, nothing. You know, when I'm angry, I'm fully angry. <laughs> what a smart answer. Okay, being in a health industry. Now, this is a question to you. Next, quick one. What What is the best health advice you have ever received? Best health advice? I think when I was going through my journey with the accidents and one of the best things that I've received is that you don't need surgery. You can do other things to get this better. Okay. And what did, mm -hmm, go ahead. And it changed my life, I have to say. So, I mean, the technology was so advanced uh, here that uh, there was a lot of other, uh, you know, withdrawing all the medications and going through, you know, things like laser and, and there's so many other methods, uh, which has really given me my life. I mean, I'm living proof to that. Yes. Yes, it is. So what is the worst advice, health, worst health advice you have ever received? I wouldn't say that I have received any. Okay. All I right. Mean, I, I mean, I've been just plain lucky. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. We're coming to the end now. The show will wrap up soon, uh, Chanda. Now, imagine this is the imagination question. Okay. Imagine, Chanda, if God makes you a man for a day, what will you do more of and less of? Uh, hmm. For that, to answer that, I have to think like a man, which I don't. So, <laughs> so I'm not sure. Oh, to be very honest, I mean, okay. if All I right. became a man, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it'll be any different. Okay. All right. That's that's a great answer itself too as well. If you will come to know after the show, you can always text or call me and tell the happy I found an answer. 
Okay. Now, okay. This is imagination question too, but it, this is real one. If you were the host of the show, and if I would be the guest of the show, what question you would have asked me? What makes you happy? What makes me happy? Wow, wow. This is a very simple yet profound question. What makes me happy is to there are several factors, but one of the factor is to organize and run be the host of the show to collect and to hear the thoughts, ideas and stories of the happiest people like you. So I don't consider happiness related to wealth tangible or intangible or it's somewhere in between. Happiness is we we can pursue, we can see, witness in ourselves int- internal and external too. So for me what makes me happy is to see my guest special guest comes like you who share their happiness thoughts and make the world happy place more happier and healthier. <laughs> I hope I answer your question. Okay, yeah. next quick. Um what what is your prediction for 2050 in the healthcare industry? Anything you you can share side on that? Oh, well, I think uh, the health industry in terms of technology is leapfrogging. Yeah. really okay. in every country it's happened i mean okay. if you take the question of telehealth in two years telehealth has become mainstream wow. we never thought that would happen so that's um, that's something even though you know in many countries it was not even existent so i think uh, there will be you know when we're thinking about 2050 even things like robots will become mainstream um <laughs> i mean i live with a robot which vacuums my floor so you know i'm I'm used to it for so many years. So wow. it's it's a normal uh you know why not? You know you can turn it into you know the simple simple things that so helpful. that we can actually focus on building simple things like that rather than doing it ourselves. So it there's so many so many little things. I think uh technology has a very interesting pathway at the moment. Fantastic. Thanks for sharing. Okay, uh Chanda, what is your favorite word or a quote? Hmm. Let's pick the Australian one. The sun will rise again tomorrow. I love it. That's that's a beautiful. The sun will rise again tomorrow, of course. That's good. So, what is your favorite here, uh in Australia? This is a very common uh phrase that we use because you know, no worries. the sun will rise again tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> my australian fan and friends will definitely hear this my podcast and they will laugh but uh, they're generous and they will share their comments also on this i know that sure. what is your favorite book which one you're reading or you will recommend okay um you're probably going to find this very funny i don't read books okay all right i mean i know that i'm a scientist but the only 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 read books that i read or skim or everything is online and i'm not a fiction reader i don't i don't i live in the digital health world and i do everything digitally so basically i don't touch those printed books <laughs> i don't have them i don't use them so i, I can't really comment okay i watch movies instead so you know i watch documentaries to anything um anything that i can and my favorite pastime is obviously dance and more dance yes. so I like that part yeah. The so same here high five for the documentary. I've done over research of over 18,000 hours. Probably now more than 20 actually. That was in uh, 2018 when mm-hmm. I was graduated as a certified instructor from Napoleon Hill Foundation. I was crowned with the certification to be the instructor. Okay. And now uh, with that research and study I've done a lot of documentary yeah research and study too. And read books definitely too. I'm a, a co-author of my book also. So yeah. that's why I ask. Okay, I have written I have authored books but uh, there are mainly in the field uh, that I work in. Um uh, please tell us. They're all digital anyway. Please tell us quickly <laughs> which one oh, is that? Uh, I mean you can just research on it and mainly they're all there are digital health books there are over 140 scientific papers available they're all peer reviewed it's all available. Okay. That was my question but I forgot to ask you but now you already disclosed it. Thanks for sharing. Who's your favorite yeah. scientist? I don't think I have any favorites. Um okay. I like to look at people when, you know, when they contribute and you know, I feel that every scientist who have contributed one thing or the other to the world has some contribution. Nice. That's a very and I do very like common. the Eureka guy. 
Eureka, okay. Very humbling answer. Thanks so much. Okay, Chanda, what is the message to the beautiful people of the world? Um, we're all different and it is a different type of roses, different type of flowers that make the garden beautiful. What a beautiful, blissful answer. You enlightened my thoughts and uh, my this day. And definitely I will say that you will enlighten our audience mood as well too. So how did you like this, the happy conversation idea show? What is your takeaway, Chanda? Uh, I think it was a very happy conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would like to say. Uh, unlike a lot of things that I do normally. I mean, I do a lot of these uh, otherwise, and it's mainly for work and um, on a regular basis as well. Um, so that's, uh, it's a different, uh, it's um it's okay, kind of, you know, natural. And I kind of like the idea that you're bringing out this conversation and um, it's helping different people think in different ways, which brings in more knowledge into the world, which is great. Thanks so much. I really appreciate and admire your intelligence, your contribution to your company, to your community around the world. You're working with the high dignity and uh, we need more and more beautiful souls like you. We all are beautiful souls, but someone realized in early stage, they start contributing the way you are doing. So we are honored. I'm pleased and honored. And thanks for your precious time coming on the show, sharing your thoughts, ideas, and stories. And thanks to the all audience who are listening and or watching here. And uh, I would like to say thanks so much to the audience. Uh, what is that one thing that you like to take away or to ask Channa? Please leave your comment below and we will look into that and definitely bring more and more happiness in coming episodes you are been best best audience and i could not say thanks enough because of your support uh we are here today to do the best and bring the best special guests like uh chan dr channa has uh, sponsored this episode and i'm so thankful thanks channa for coming and sharing your thoughts ideas and stories thank you again i'm humbled um and thank you again thanks so much now here is for your mental chewing diet now, after listening and watching to Dr. Channa's expertise and ideas and thoughts, story, what she have discussed with that, and it's such a phenomenal thing that I was really impressed. And I hope all the audience would have got some golden nuggets and specific ideas to deal with the health issues and to advance health. Now, question is, there are so many, we are bombarded with so many apps out there. We are bombarded with so many information there. What exactly that helps us? to move forward in our personal and professional life. What does it take with technology, with digital technology or without? What has helped you to make your conscious decision to be healthier, happier, and wiser? Now, question is this, this is not, I'm not an expert to tell you what to do, what not do. It's none of my business or it is not anyone's business. This is your business that you have decided Wherever you are, whatever you do, the way you do, you are the result of your own thoughts and ideas and which will make your story. So what is your story? You have to be a remarkable story to leave the footprint in the heart of beautiful people and beautiful soul. My name is Happy Bainsir. I'm a certified career and author and also a lifestyle expert. If you have any questions regarding to your career and lifestyle advancement, I'll be happy to answer you. All the information is linked below here. And you are happy to ask me the questions. Stay healthy and happy wherever you are and be excellent to each other. Until the next episode, 